Tobin and Leroy. Leroy Horde was one of the baddest men. Nah, dude, they call me the kangaroo. Yeah. <laughs> Tobin and Leroy, ready to deploy. Had to hit it with a little journalism, but that was a decoy. Better ask about me, boy. Okay, Leroy and Tobin, host of the showman. Still silly sauce with the show in. Till then, it's half moon open. Sometimes gold takes like a snowman. No proof, I'ma lie about a molding. No proof. Like I always wanted him, I never hated him, I never traded him, and if I did, I never ever did again. What? What is in store? Like under the seat of the driver's side floor. It's Gucci's galore. So many more from six in the Mars. Never a more. Man, if I'm honest, the damage is done. Silly sauce, unlimited funds. Join us on Twitch for unlimited fun. J Fig and Marcos, you waited or what? Toby Tobin, <laughs> two who Tobin is. Ah, oh, thanks, Low Dog, and welcome on in, everybody. Tobin and Leroy here with you on 560 WQAM. Stun Steven for Marcos today. J Figs off, probably plotting her next birder. Yep. And Leroy, he is coming to you from the Horde Household Studios, as am I from the Tobin Garage. How are you, man? How is everything? Good. Good, good. A little chilly this morning. Little Caught nippy. me off guard. But I knew last night something was happening. Because when I got in my jacuzzi and saw the steam as I was watching the heat game, I'm like, ooh, it's going to be a crispy one in the morning. Oh, wow. Have to cuddle up to something nice. It's a weatherman. Like, uh, like, hey, he's a golfer. He's a golfer, hey. dude. I got in the bed. I say, I'm Big Spoon tonight. Looks at planes <laughs> and looks at jacuzzis. <laughs> so let's get to some headlines brought to you by the new Palmetto Ford Truck Supercenter. Why buy your truck at a car store? Palmetto Ford. We know trucks. Leroy, you ever throw a Theragun? No. Uh-uh. First of all, them things is too damn expensive. I was about to say, I was like, I, ain't break, I got one. Woo! I mean, he flung that thing. Dwayne Dedman flung that thing like it was uh like it was nothing, like it was a little tennis ball. Flick. That guy yeah. is strong. Oh my God! So it's funny. So I I saw the 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 line on Bleacher Report, and I guess I read it too quick, and it said he threw a gun on the floor. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> he uh, it it was it it was bubbling like it was, it was one of those weird though, because he's not that guy. He is. I mean, like he's got his his moments. Like he's not always like the nicest dude, but he's also like I got a lot of the guys on his teammates like think he's hilarious. But he's, he's obviously he's not Draymond Green. Yeah, no, he's not that. But it, yeah. he's obviously, it's obviously been a frustrating year for him because right. he's been hurt. He just saw his uh, like you're down to no bigs, and they started a two way center instead of him, and he gets in there. And as it has been all year, they usually like lose the lead or the lead gets cut with some easy baskets. And so they take a timeout and Eric Spolstra and Dwayne Dedman, I guess they're, they're about to take him out. And so he is like jawing at Eric Spolstra. I'm like, looking at this, I'm like, huh, that doesn't look too pleasant. Oh, you mean you were paying attention to the game and not who was there? I mean, I was boots on the ground, dude. That's what boots on the ground does. No, no, dude, your boots on the ground. You never tweet about the game. I didn't tweet about the game yesterday either. Wi-Fi is <laughs> a little sketchy up there. Huh? Wi-Fi is a little sketchy up there. <laughs> up there? <laughs> yeah, up where I'm sitting. It's yeah. like, eh. Um, but, yeah, so, like, I see Eric Spolster and Dwayne Dedman, like, are, are, you know, it's getting pretty heated. And it's like, oh, this is this doesn't look like it's going to end. Right. And 
Then I'm guessing they told him to sit his ass down. Oh, I'm guessing. I don't know. I'm not there. But like he's like he. So then he goes away from Spo, and then like still is talking, and then they're talking, and then I think Karan Butler gets into it, and I don't know if he stormed off or they told him to go hit the showers, but he's going back to the locker room, and as he goes back to the locker room, he just paused this Theragun, full, way up and catapults it onto the court. And so then they have to. Th- so then the NBA guys are like, "Hey!" They teed him up and threw him out, even though I think damage was done. I think the team may have kicked him out. Well, <clears throat> the funny thing about that is, is on TV, they go, "Oh no, somebody threw something on the fo- on the court." <laughs> they thought it was like fan. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. And then they came back and said, "No, that was Deadman." That was Deadman. Now I saw him like I, I was like I, I was watching the whole thing as I was like, "Oh man, Deadman kind of looks pissed." Oh, it, it was it was kind of reminiscent of what happened last year with Jimmy a, a little bit, right. except Spo was uh, I would say Spo was more pissed in that one. This one, he was just like, come on, dude. Like, Take it easy, man. You're dead. You're dead, man. You're dead, man. Like, yeah, you're but exactly. the funny thing is, is that I love after these incidents happen, Spo's response. Yeah, it's, it's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't think I've ever. Let me. Ooh. So it did boil for me one time and it was, I had just come off a year where I was alternate for the Pro Bowl and the way they rewarded me was they drafted Tommy Vardell as the ninth pick. So I'm like, all right. So, you know, they trying to get him in cause he's top 10 pick. So one preseason game, I figured I had worked my way into playing, you know, the first quarter, first half. Here you go. Tommy's playing to the end of the first half, and you playing the third quarter. So now I'm hot. I'm hot just because that's just disrespectful. There's a there's a pecking order. There's and- a protocol. And I was when when I was Cleveland's first pick, I played in the third and fourth quarter. It's just the the natural the way things go. So I'm playing the second half, and I ran the ball and I was angry running. So nobody really had a chance. I was steamrolling folks, and then Bill came onto the field and said, "That's the way to run the ball." Oh and no! And I looked at him. Oh no! And I yelled an explicative that I have never yelled at a coach before. And he turned around and walked back to the sideline. Hmm. We never spoke of it again. And I don't think I've ever, the the players like Metcalf and Kevin Mack and those guys were laughing. Right. But I, I was hot. I was Uh hot. JFig, can you uh, bring up Spo yesterday on the uh, Dwayne Deadman ejection? As was Dwayne kind of walk off and throw something onto the court? What what led to that sequence of events? It's the Miami Heat. We're all a bunch of gnarly personalities, so you know that part was unfortunate. Everything before that—that's the Miami Heat. Uh, that part was uh, unacceptable. Uh, he, the, that part is. 
nearly hitting yeah. Max Max Struess in the head with a Theragun. My, my favorite thing that Spo <laughs> does in these press conferences now is just eh. every, every time just puts his arms up whenever anyone asks a question. It's eh. Tuesday. He's so hey, listen. He's been he's been doing this for a long time now. I mean, the guy yeah, is ever since Bumpgate. Yeah, like this is like <laughs> what am I, my blood pressure is gonna raise over dead men. But you know what's funny? I think he has the perfect temperament to handle the guys that he demands the stuff that he demands from. Right. Yeah, I, I think I mean, like, at some point he understands, Hey, I'm asking these guys to be like, you know, I'm asking a lot of them. Well, that, and there may be some times where we get a couple of heated battles. We deal with it. He is. Uh, yeah. And, and like, this wasn't the Jimmy thing. Cause the Jimmy thing, the, the thing that made that crazy was, We've never seen Spo get that angry. Like Spo was like very, at very at a player. Yeah, we've never seen him. Be, yeah, obviously, if there's a travel call or something like that, he goes nuts. <laughs> but uh, Rolo. we never seen Spo like get into it like that in public. Right. This was like, all right. He, he was going back and forth with Deadman, but Deadman was way more pissed than he was. And yeah, it probably meant he was coming out of the game. Well, I mean. Yes, yeah. it's not been good. I mean, I, I, mean, yeah. I, I it's it's tough. He's had a he's had a rough year. It's not yeah. only that he's banged up, he's lost his job, and now it's like, well, we kind of desperately need you tonight. Jamal Kane was playing center in the fourth quarter. Right. Like it was crazy. Hey, what was the first thing when they called the foul on Jimmy? What was the first thing came to mind? Uh two minute report. Makeup call. I thought Somebody. the whole night was a makeup call. It <laughs> felt last night like hey, last free You know, they broke, they broke an NBA record, right? They did. They broke an NBA record. Most free throws made without a miss. 40 for 40. Wow. Jimmy, Jimmy was because, 20, 23 of 23. But guess what? If you look at the stat line, they were horrible. Oh, if they don't have the free throws, <laughs> yeah. It, they were horrible. That was the story of the game. It's it was. Like somebody, somebody said, hey, guys. You ain't making no shots. You better make these free throws. Yeah, definitely. It was uh it, it was definitely needed. And it was it, it was, you know, some people I was interesting. I, I saw a lot of Heat Nation say they liked the game. I was like, man, this game is a crawl. And I noticed it like yes. immediately with the free throws. I was like, it's, it's like it, holy this thing, a, the heat the, shot 40 free throws. That's not counting the other team. Oh, that they, uh, they had a combined almost 40 free throws in the first half both of them i was like oh my god it was just it was a game in the muck it was so sloppy right um and then there was there was a point in the third quarter where the heat like i think it was like four out of five trips they got offensive fouls i was like what is going on with this game yeah but and then they hit us with a stat and i was like oh oh, oh." (sighs) here's the stat the oklahoma city thunder or best in the league in third quarter scoring. The Miami Heat are the worst. I'm like, here comes third quarter. Yeah, but, it was. But they managed. They look. They didn't get blown out. It was rabbit I pellets. Was like, okay, I said, okay, I'm good. It was like a little woodland creature dump, not a full yeah. blown dump. But anyway, they win. We'll get more into it. Uh, the Panthers last night, they avoided disaster. <laughs> Thanks to thanks to Matthew Kachuk. They had a big they, lead. 
big lead, blew it. They were up. Uh, what were they up? Stuntsy four one. Four one in the game. Three goals in the third period. Oh, three goals in the third period. The uh, I mean, hey, I'm not gonna get on Bob because other kids have been kind of crappy too. Spencer Knight. He was, yeah, he 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 didn't uh, bail anything out yesterday. They couldn't so come what up was with... the final score? Five four. Four goal Bob. They didn't get their first shot on goal to like six minutes or seven minutes left in the third. It period. was it was something. And then they just they just bum rushed them. It was one of those Power nights where like it was one of those nights if they didn't pull that out. It was it was here's the thing. There was there was things last night that the win, I think, eased the pain. Like I think Dwayne Dedman, I think the thing is a lot bigger if they lose that game. Right. And then I feel they like have a big. Yeah. And I feel like if the Panthers would have lost last night, I think the Panthers fan would have been done with Paul Maurice. I think they would have been done with well, him. They're I, not I done with they, him now. I think they might still be done with him, but like you can't fire a guy after a win. I think if they would have lost that game, I think the Panther fan would have demanded somebody to be fired. Defensive coordinator. That's what Cleveland did. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Could you imagine the pan like we get <laughs> Panthers fired defensive coordinator? Like, <laughs> what? Yes. That's not what hockey's too hockey's too willy nilly with the head coaches. They're here's like, here's how you, here's how you approach that too. You just signed an extension. You're gonna get your money, but we're gonna let you go. That's that's that, that has to be because guess what. Cleveland fired their defensive coordinator. It was about 10% his fault. Right? I, I, I mean, they just think of think of this. This is all you need to know about the Cleveland Browns. What J- Jadavian Clowney said on the way out. Right? That's how that team was operating. Yeah. Yeah. It was something. Yeah. Uh, final headline, the Hurricanes, they're back on the hardwood tonight. They take on Boston College, 7 o'clock from the Watts go. An A-12? 16. Oh, they they dropped. Yeah, they lost the game last week. Uh, So, Kane's back in action tonight, and uh, they take on the Eagles. We'll have that for uh, you here tonight on WQAM. And the Miami Dolphins are back on the practice field today as they get ready for their wild card game. It'll be interesting. To a watch. To a watch. Today is to a watch. So, we will see what's going on there. We'll take a quick break. Back with more on the show after this. Welcome back, everybody. Over to Leroy here with you on 560 WQAM. So did you guys hear the broadcast last night? I was wondering about this. I got some uh, a bunch of tweets last night. People were telling me that uh, was Stan Van Gundy being petty yesterday? Uh, I don't know. I don't remember. I, I mean, I watched, I watched the National telecast and i don't recall hearing it oh okay. he's always he's all you know he's always he's a grump yeah, yeah. Him and well, his brother two grumps I, d- I did hear a clip where he was saying he went with the bold take that they were not gonna break the record of uh most consecutive free throws. Yeah. i heard that i heard yeah, yeah i heard i heard that that he was like he was trying to throw the whammy on that they weren't gonna break the record and uh was he joking that he's not jimmy buckets he's jimmy free throws is that yeah. what he was trying to do yeah 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 all right mind yourself svg he's still loved though i mean he was like he was holding he was holding court at heat in the heat's house people were going around he was sitting at the broadcast table chumming it up with everybody but uh some people were people were saying that he was uh that he was still salty about uh, his time. There's no way Stan Van Gundy's still, uh, I think, upset about 06. It was a long time ago. I know. I'm wondering, did they give him a ring? 
I don't think so, dude. I don't know. That's a good question. I don't. I don't think he'd want one. That's funny for really? you to say. <laughs> about yeah. being petty. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just feel like he's gone on to other stuff. I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. I would definitely still be petty, but I don't. I don't know. Stan McGill no, doesn't I'm strike saying, me like, as that. Like, keep in mind, at the time, they didn't say he was fired. He stepped stepped away. Yeah, he stepped still down. with the still was with the organization. Does he get a ring? I don't think he was still with the organization. I think he just stepped. I think he just stepped away. I yeah, don't think he was like he, he wasn't like with the Heat as a consultant. Yeah, he stepped down for personal reasons. Is what yeah. it was like family reasons. Yeah. So, um, so I don't know. I don't think I don't think he did, Leroy. But either way, he uh, people were people were saying that they were annoyed by by Stan last night. But I didn't hear the he broadcast. Always annoyed by Stan. Pick a game. He does it all the time. He's a curmudgeon. I don't know. I like him on Levitard's show. I don't really, I don't feel like I've heard a ton of him on the broadcast. Obviously, you hear his brother all the time. His, bro, his brother's so over regular season games. I mean, he's barely into playoff games at this point. Yeah. You know, he's he's just, he, he, that guy's a curmudgeon. Jeff, Jeff's got like, you know, he's going to, he's going to like complain about like what happened at the, uh, at the Starbucks in the morning. <laughs> I'm working my way there. But, <laughs> It's impressive though, right? Like twenty three for twenty three free throws, forty of forty. Yeah, I mean they always they always done. They always say you should make your free throws, but yeah, it was it was impressive. Done. It's got to be like not the most exciting record in the world, but it's still impressive. At least they didn't have nobody saying if if it was the the uh, 06 team, they would have went forty five of forty five. Speaking of coaches stepping away, we'll get back into the heat in fifteen minutes of heat. But uh, you see the Sean McVay like. He's telling his coaches, go get other jobs willy nilly. Like he's not putting restrictions on anybody. You can even take a lateral move, apparently. Well, maybe that's his way of saying I was going to fire all y'all asses anyway. Uh, maybe, or maybe he's rats off a ship. I'll tell you what. We get on players for wanting out of a situation. If a guy is unhappy, and he makes a stink, and he wants out of town, we will berate him, boo him, complain to him, or whatever. But what about these coaches? Right? Just do what, just do what they please, dude. I mean, I mean, look at, I mean, look, everybody loves Pete Carroll. Look at what he did at USC. The heat was coming down. Right. Right. Look at Nick Saban. How you guys feel about Nick Saban down here? Oh, the worst. I mean, it, it happens all the time. That's one you can't get over. That's forever. Right. It was How such about, a bold-faced hey, lie. Does everybody know Bill Belichick was the head coach of the Jets for a day? Yep. Didn't he quit on a napkin? <laughs> right. So think about think about when Pat Riley left New York. Oh, yeah. Hard, hard mean, deal to pass up, though. I know, but but I'm saying I don't. I'm not mad at them for making a decision they feel is best for them. But it doesn't apply to the players, right? The players take some heat. Definitely, uh, it's definitely I think changed because it's nowhere near what like LeBron went through, right? 
You know, it's not it's not that nobody goes through that. What he, what he went through, what he went through was one of the most toxic things ever. And, and I don't feel like I, and, I, I feel like now it's almost expected. I don't wait, I don't I don't know how more. Let's be clear. LeBron never demanded a trade. His contract was always up. Mm-hmm. And so from that standpoint, like the heat that he took being a free agent. Yeah. It's well, so much crazier than guys who sign a contract and then a year later, I want out of here. Totally fair. Totally fair. He uh he he suffered a lot more heat for not demanding oh, anything. Wait, stop acting like you understand. You were numero uno. Well, I was actually on the unpopular stance because everybody loved him going back to Cleveland. I was the only one who had the guts to say what yeah, was what. What are you talking Hold about? On. This whole city Hold hated on. that decision. Yeah. You're not the only person. <laughs> I was the only one, dude, no. who had the guts. Oh, and, and by the way, I was the only one out here saying never thanked us. You know, just oh, walked out here, man. just Listen. left, gave us a little retweet. Nothing, nothing. Yeah. You and every show in this nothing. market. Let me I, ask, I, let me I was the, I was the question. table setter for that stunt, Steve. Was, you know what I am? I'm the Pied Piper of Petty. You know what I was? You know what I was, Steve? The guy was a free agent. You got two championships. He did his job. Right? Only to go back to somewhere, act like it was some kind of homecoming. And won a championship. And then left again. Yeah. He did what he said he was going to do. He Bring a championship to Cleveland. No, he said that he was going to go. Fin- it was the final chapter. And then all of a sudden he's like, oh, wait, I still hate this owner. And now I'm out of here. I'm going to go make Space Jam. Do you blame him? Do I blame him for going back to Cleveland? Yes. Why? Because you do his own town. I'll tell you one thing. How many championships do you think he does? Th- he has if he stays with Miami? I bet he has more than Jordan. I bet he I does. Say, I would say at least at least five at least five but good for him i mean look three no, championships three championships no, uh, no. championship three different teams good for him, hey, good for him. Hey, i mean one hey. i mean one has an asterisk actually you, both of his have asterisks you, you know Draymond are... green getting suspended and the wait 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 goran dragic wait, wait, getting wait. hurt the championship in cleveland hmm? coming back from 3-1 might be one of the greatest feats in NBA Finals history. It's more like coming back from like two and a half to one because you got a ref's a, a referee's assist. You know what I'm saying? What do you mean? Well, they suspend Listen, one of their best get, players. Hold on. You kick somebody in the junk, you get suspended. Well, Sorry, them's the rules. You know, there's always going to be that the- asterisk. <laughs> the bubble championship. Don't, don't get me started. That's also your fault. Go he on. said that. Well, yeah, I mean. I did ask Pat Riley that question, but you know, in fairness, it was like a three minute answer. And that was the only part anybody took heart was in the right place. My heart was in the right place. (laughs) I needed to be asked. Hey, I'm telling you with all this flipping and flopping and you're like a fish that I just caught. That's on my boat. I don't understand what the problem is. I was giving LeBron props. No, you weren't. You ain't never gave. Stop lying. Only time you gave him props is when he was wearing a heat jersey. Yes, yes. Wow. No, and then he didn't even. We can all agree that we can all agree that. Stun Steve, when they finally won the championship, Tobin was like, "Finally, you should have won one last year." 
That's not true. That's not true. He says that now. He didn't say that then. I actually uh, see. Here's the thing with you guys. You guys like to just paint me with a broad brush. Come on, you what? (laughs) I remember doing shows the day they lost. You know, in 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 2011, I had callers calling in saying, "Trade this bum for Dwight Howard. He doesn't even know how to post up." I thought they were idiots. I mean, he did cost Dwayne Wade a championship in 11. That's for sure. JJ Barea. It's like a garden gnome. Stupid Mark Cuban. Great tweet yesterday, by the way, from Brass Jazz, who says Mark Cuban has to be furious seeing the Heat break the free throw record. <laughs> it's true. You want to talk about a guy who holds on to a grudge. Did they have the record? No, but it just gives it, it gives him flashbacks to 06. <laughs> Even Spo couldn't help but making a, a Dwayne Wade reference yesterday in the in the post game. He was like, Yeah, Jimmy reminds me of someone. I'll never say his name though. It's always like, you know. Wink. You you don't you don't compare somebody to your greatest player. You just don't. You just, you know, reminds me of somebody. That's what you get. Dade South says a broad brush is the only one that can paint you. We'll take a quick break. We will get back into uh, last night's game as the Heat break a record. Uh, Dwayne Dedman, his days numbered with the Heat. With the heat. Mm-hmm. That's next. This is 15 minutes of your. Celebrating 85 years of service to our community. Then, now, forever. Broward Health. The Heat here for you on 560 WQAM. Your Miami Heat victorious last night against the Oklahoma City Thunder. 112-111, setting an NBA record. Most free throws made without a miss in an NBA game, 40 for 40. And uh, a lot of that was on the back of Jimmy Butler, his 23 uh, twenty-three for 23 uh, from the free throw line. And Miami gets it done yesterday and uh, avoids a second straight loss. And uh, you know, say Shea Gildress Alexander kind of getting off there in the fourth quarter. You know, so you got to be that last ball went up. That being said, Miami Heat, they win 35, uh, 35 points from Jimmy in total yesterday. Max Drews gave you 22. Victor Oladipo. I tell you what, man, he just takes that basketball when he pleases. Nothing yep. he can do about it. And that, oh. I mean, his his defensive prowess is is something like we thought the Heat played good defense. And you have guys who are good defenders, Bam and Jimmy and whatever. But that dude's a thief. Thief. He steals the ball all the time. He's a bully is what he is. <laughs> he just takes the basketball when he pleases. Yep. And it was a it was a great thing. And then the confidence he has in that shot just whoop, steps yep. up, bang, right I like, there. I like the fact that he's getting to the point where he can play with the ball and be the point guard or play off the ball. Yeah. Um, before in the offense, he couldn't, 
he was either one or they didn't really let him handle the ball. But um, now that he he's a very versatile guard to have on your team. And, and there's, I think Kyle has some of those things, but I don't know if he's a, as good of a scorer as Vic. Not right I mean, now. Kyle, listen, Kyle averaged 20 a, a year, man. Like, oh, I mean, like if you're talking about his career, I'm just saying right. like right now. No, right, right now. Kyle's, Kyle's in a bit of a rut. No, nah, I mean, like I, I think when he's in the game, he only feels like he's a facilitator, whereas Vic takes a more aggressive approach. Which I like. Vic is on the same approach as, let's say, Tyler. Yeah, right? I, like, I like that from Vic. I want But to that be creates more things for others. And instead of just sitting at the top of the a key and dribbling and looking around. And sometimes Kyle gets caught up in that. It's the perfect thing. Cause he's going to have the, they even kept him in the six man role yesterday. And, and uh, I think you are already seeing Spo likes the idea of Victor Oladipo closing games and what that can be. And he's so, got the Tyler. He's got the Tyler hero job. The from Tyler last hero. Year. Yes. Except those clamps, baby. Except he's a much better defender. And I think just from that standpoint, the second unit has a better chance with players that maybe aren't as good as they were last year. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. and and that kind of saves that second unit in with Vic's ability to play defense. Tell you what, I don't know, but I think somebody on this panel called it. I uh I, uh, I, I listen. You've been you've been a Vic guy. I, I nobody's had more Vic, Victor Oladipo stock than you, dude. I well, I told him, say, hey, you you my guy. Yep. I when we interviewed him, I say, man, like you got lost in Indy, then you got hurt, but yeah, and he doesn't seem to be like laboring. He doesn't nah, seem it doesn't seem to be he physically looks great. Right. Additional injuries, which is you know, what had been happening. Uh, let's so. hear, let's hear a little bit last night, Jay Fig. You bring up Jimmy buckets. Uh, this is, uh, just the, uh, the, the grind of Miami having all their players in and out and how he's uh, been handling that. Season like this. Nope. Season like this. Nope. But, uh, I think that's part of the NBA. I think that's what I signed up for to be able to play at a high level, no matter who we have alongside each other. Uh, I don't, I don't have the hard jobs. Bo does. He got to try to like mix and match guys, make guys feel comfortable while trying to tell them where to be on the floor and, 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 and how to, you know, to run what play, when to run what play. It's a lot going on. And you, man, you got to tip your hat to that because, you know, a lot of guys get nervous underneath those lights and, you know, going from the G League or, Whatever guys was out there, they play their role to a T. You know, you tell them to do something, they do it to the best of their abilities. And um, I'm happy for them. I'm proud of them. Um, next man up mentality, and we got a duck. There you go, Jimmy Buckets. He's right. I, I I talked about this, saying like, yeah, man, how long is it going to take Spo to figure out when everybody's healthy who does what? Can I tell you something? What? Spo likes when he's got shorthanded. He sneakily likes it. That's his favorite games. That's his favorite I'm convinced. He's I'm ma- convinced. He's a masochist. He's a masochist. Yeah, he likes he likes when it's because he said the eight, thing last eight night. Eight man rotation. 
as soon as soon as the words we have enough came out of his mouth in the pregame, I'm like, oh, here we go. Here we go. He's he's giddy. He's out. He's probably shadow boxing in his office. Oh, you know, Chris Quinn gives him a gives him a lemon water and he's ready to go. <laughs> lemon water. Well, that is better than lemon booty. <laughs> <laughs> you think this Point is uh, for <laughs> Some people were wondering, was last night the last time we saw Dwayne Demon in a heat uniform? Do you feel like an incident no, like that? Do you feel no. like do you feel no, like do you, do you feel like that gets a guy like this is like immediately because I think he could be traded in four days? No. Uh, do you feel like that immediately says you say no, like no shot, no, it's no big deal? No, <laughs> When you look down your bench and, and half of your team, the heads don't reach the top of the chair. Yeah, you need somebody who's tall. I mean, a guy, a guy who was six four was more productive than him at him than him at center yesterday. And and it was terrifying all game. Oh, like, I mean, like these little guys just you know get the ball back tapped and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. It it becomes. Listen, they won the game. But you got to know, it is nerve-wracking looking and watching the game and saying, ooh, they went extra small, right? Like, they can't even go small. They go tiny. No, it was a mini package. Right, mini. Like, come on. Like, it's like, I mean, and and kudos to the players. Oh, Jamal play. They got to play extra, extra hard. They got to box out. Extra, extra well. They got to do a lot of things extra to make up for the fact that they're all shrimps. Definitely. Um, and they and then the only other guy you had out there who was big is Orlando Robinson. He was in foul trouble the whole game. Yeah. Hey, you know what? It's something to be said about when a guy finally gets a chance to play and his exuberance for and excitement for playing the game. Like, we call it, you know, we call that. We call that the old Duncan Robinson. Three minutes, three fouls, and on the bench. Well, I was just wondering, because Stan Van Gundy, that was the one clip I did hear yesterday, was him uh, calling what happened with Dwayne Denman inexcusable just because of the number of players they had. And I just figured, like, okay, he's got his role taken away. He just threw a therapy gun onto the court. And, like, you know, it, there's different rules. Like, if Jimmy Butler does that, that's one thing. If Dwayne Denman does gets that, that's another. Though. He he, Jimmy would have still got evicted. Uh, he might no, not get in as much trouble with the Heat. I understand, but there's but but there's there's a difference in there's levels. Star doing it, and there's a difference yeah. in Dwayne Dedman doing it. Yeah, and yeah. so I'm just wondering, like, if he's that, if he's gonna be that upset or sensitive about whatever, like, is that does that get to the point where the Heat are just like, all right, enough of this, we're done? Dude, I'm I'm just saying, it's it's it's. Being in that position, it's tough. Like, you you don't you want to enjoy the game you love and you want to play, right? And the hardest thing is, you know, when you think you have a role, and either you don't play well enough, and you want your team to see you through, you know, or and you get the feeling that they're just giving up on you and going somewhere else. Well, then they have situations during the course of a game like this. I'd say it boils, it gets to boils to a point. Here's what I would say. Logically happened. He comes in, he plays five minutes. They get up the easiest baskets in the game. Oh my goodness. 
and Spo is like, okay, Dwayne, take a seat. And that probably set him off because he's been right. in the league for a long time. And he's like, are you effing kidding me? You're shitting me in this game where you have nobody and you're going to play Jamal Kane at the five. Jamal yeah. Kane, a, 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 a shooting guard, uh, small forward, swing man up from the G League. You're going to play two G League guys over me. And I'm guessing that didn't go over well. It, sh- it shouldn't. And Dwayne Dedman kind of boiled over. It it should it should he should feel the way he feels. However, you also have to understand the circumstance. For example, I can't go in a game and fumble two times, and then when they put a rookie running back in, be upset. Be upset. Well, you can be upset. You just can't. Right. Right. You can't. You can't. You can't make it sound like it's somebody else. It is on you. And so his frustration can't be towards anybody because he was given ample opportunity to go out there and do a job. You, you, you understand yeah. what I'm saying? No, no, so, I got you. So I, I understand him being upset and mad, but to show that anger towards anybody who's not playing is a bit unrealistic because you have to sit back and understand why the coach is taking you out of the game. And maybe it would have been like this. Maybe he takes you out of the game. One of the assistant coaches gets to you, lets you know what's up, and then he gives you another opportunity. Right? Like that, it, it, with with eight guys and they're all of them being six, five and under, you're probably going to get another opportunity. And you go in and do better the next time. Well, he definitely would have played again because of right. Orlando's foul trouble. He definitely right. would have. It's exactly. like exactly, but that's my point. Instead of instead of harping on the injury, the the situ, the the opportunity you just missed, you kind of have to understand that you're going to get another opportunity. It's really scary how far he threw that Theragun without trying. That I was like, whoa. I mean, they're did, not very they're not very big. Did he did he talk after the game? No, huh? talk like well, just because about that. By the time that, but by the time that, but by the time, no, he was gone. Well, here's the what time I, that game was over. He was one, two, three, Cancun. Oh yeah, dude. He, he by, the, by the time, by the time we got back there, he was gone. gone. No, Bam followed him back to the locker room, uh, because Bam was out, dressed very dapper. By the way, I would say the with turtleneck. the uh, check, turtleneck and the checkered blue slacks. Um, hey, hey, would a turtleneck fit? Uh. The Dolphins quarterback, like a, just a no. regular shirt, just a crew. That's Very a crew. unnecessary. <laughs> um, so yeah, Bam followed him up, and then that was that was that. He came back at halftime. Bam mm-hmm. was gone for the whole second quarter. Uh, all right, we'll take a break. We'll switch on over to the Dolphins. It is two a watch. The Miami Dolphins are back on the practice field today. Mike McDaniel will speak next hour. We will uh, take a break. Get to some football coming up next. <laughs> 